Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Man, this is um, this is a problem. This is a big problem we've got here. Look at this shit. For the audio listener, our desks are just absolutely trashed. Not only trashed, it seems um, the phones almost the... almost threatening. They, yeah, I don't know if you saw this. They they <laughs> they took my koala. It looks like they tried to choke him. Uh, it's actually pretty disrespectful. That's and... unacceptable. That's unacceptable. We got what is this? There's toilet paper all over. There's Dookie on the toilet paper, which is gross. Pringles uh, strewn about. A Gatorade Zero, half drunk I've and knocked chips. over. I've got chips. I've got. I don't know. I guess Waleed liked chocolate oh that's just a cho- that's just a hershey bar sitting there yeah you want it i mean it's a little early for chocolate but <laughs> i'll never say no to <laughs> chocolate what can i say the phones are <laughs> off the hooks this is ridiculous they this TP'd, is ridiculous they tp'd my my whole desk yeah you know what this, this has to stop um i don't know if tmg the uh, uh, cody and noel are playing favorites or anything but um we're the golden children we're the oh, yeah. we're the first babies number one we're the first born so we should get some kind of priority. I mean, this is untenable. I'll tell you what, though. Zach's I think I'm gonna... shitty nail clipper. Oh, is that clipper? nail clipper? Yeah, it's gross. Kids... I've never seen Waleed's place, but we've been over to Zach's, and it looked basically just like this. this Pigsty. This is how they live. Yeah. And when we came in and he was all disheveled, like, <laughs> you guys were supposed to be here later than you said. It doesn't normally look like this. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, normally. Right. Yeah, sure, dude. Get the fuck out. I'll tell you what, though. I uh, Just give me a little bit of time. I got a, I got a lead. You got a lead. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't think we'll be uh, here much longer. If you know what I'm saying. That, no, I don't know what you're saying. We're we're gonna die. We're gonna die. <laughs> no, no. Finally. I don't want to say too much because I don't know if it's gonna come through. But I okay. Uh, been talking to a guy. Is is it a surprise for me? Yeah. Will it be a surprise for me? Oh yeah. Do I need to do I need to dress differently? Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll have more details for you. That's cool. Well, I'm thinking this is all not going to matter in a little bit. Yeah. You know? Okay. That's appealing. Are we going to like uh, destroy these things so that they don't get to use it? So it's kind of like I a mutually like assured idea. thing. I wasn't thinking about that. But that'd, that'd be, be fun. Yeah. Okay. So that's not it then. Yeah. You know, we should sabotage them and leave like uh, whoopee cushions or, or one of those, um, the airbag trick where- Oh, they fly out of yeah, the seats. Yeah. Where they fly and risk severe injury. I like injury. that. Something where they are at risk for hurting Severe themselves. injury. Yeah. Severe injury. Yeah. That's always worth a laugh, is severe injury. <laughs> Apple shares are just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. I'm not fucking leaving. Hey folks, <laughs> we gotta give a sad hello to the new compliance guy. Not sad. Well, yeah, you're right. He because he's he's new and he deserves the same. Right, right, right. We're gonna be just love. as stoked on Stephen Posnowski. What what were people saying? Horny, 
Steve Steven Sluts. Sluts. Yes. Yeah, so, so the Steve Sluts. Shout out. Hey, hey, Steven. Look, Steve, it's, just a new, prefer- it's just a new era. What's the Winnie the Pooh quote? Uh, I got to take a fat shit. <laughs> if that, no, different. different. <laughs> I got to take a fat shit. <laughs> uh, be, don't be sad that it's over. Be, be glad, glad that, that it happened. Yeah. That was that's insightful. That little fucker never wore pants. Well, he's a bear. Yeah, but he wore a shirt. Oh, he was actually stuck in that shirt. He fe- uh <laughs> he fell into You know how bears are always poking around garbage? Yeah, famously. Well, people will throw old garbage garbage bags full of clothes. Uh-huh. And, and he, he thought was, there was honey in it? <laughs> yeah. You'd have to ask uh Christopher Robin? Because isn't Winnie the Pooh like a stuffed animal that he talks to? No, it's a real bear. Oh. Isn't it? I don't know. I think you're talking about Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway. Also, they're children. It's just imagination. Yeah, yeah. It's also a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day. So, um, guys, check the disclaimer in the description box. You want to click see more or whatever the fuck. Uh, subscribe. We're almost to the kiss. We're getting close. We haven't even talked about the kiss. We should have set a time limit, because at a certain point, Ooh, it's like, yeah, okay, great. You know, what if we hit it in ten years? You know, we're not gonna hit fifty k subscribers in ten years. Also, a lot of people out there have terrible listening. Skills. How about this? If we don't get to it by December thirty first, no kiss. Guys, you heard it. I mean, I'm giving you two months. Two months over to two get months. us to. If you're a listener, all two you got to do months. is go to YouTube.com/slash/trillionairemindset yeah. and hit the subscribe button. That's all we're saying. And December 31st, and then you could just set it and forget it. Otherwise, also, let me know what you think of this shirt. It's not a white <laughs> shirt. Um, <laughs> are you feeling self-conscious because people were calling you? No, I do not give a shit. Yeah, right. I don't care. I wear all white shirts. Whatever. You literally care. No, some might say that I don't, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, Let me know about my shirt. It was a little cold this morning. Yeah, it looks good on you. So I wore this yellow uh, overshirt. Yeah, it looks good. Rate us on Spotify too. Oh, Oh. no, no, no. That's a big one. Okay. I've been, I said it last week at the end because I forgot. Give us a rating on Spotify. Five don't know stars. how to do it. Five stars. You if know. you if you feel like it. If you really do you think not we know deserve how to do it. Have you not rated us five stars? Yeah, I did. I was one of the first. Give me your phone. I'll rate us five No, stars. I did it. Okay. Don't worry about it. So you got to go to spot. We always say like, comment, subscribe, which you should do on YouTube. But also, not just Spotify. Go to all the audio platforms and, and, and rate us five stars. You know what I think? It helps people find them. What? I think this is the worst intro we've ever had. No. I think <laughs> this one's all, gonna, this one's going to go. It's all like... Uh, it's yeah. housekeeping, baby. We it gotta is do a little housekeeping, housekeeping yeah. sometimes. This is the, fi- the you gotta keep your house in you order. You know what this is? This is our one year. Technically, our anniversary would be next week. No, fifty-two weeks. Yeah, but it's like you do the year, right? Yeah, that's the year. Fifty-two weeks is. It's a not year. exact because do you know when our first episode came out? I remember the date. You don't even remember our anniversary. <laughs> I do. What is it? Because it's September twenty-second. No. September twenty-third. It didn't happen in September. It came out in October. Oh, we recorded it that day and then it- No, it didn't. You don't remember shit. Okay, why don't you educate me? We recorded the first one on my birthday. So that so it already came and went. But not the recording, the day it came out. Man, I'm getting all kinds of confused here, dude. I know. This is triggering. You're the bad husband. I am the bad husband. Anywho, uh, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, the first episode came out on- what the hell? Where the hell is the date? Click the episode one. Like, don't you have to click right? In? Oh, October 4th. October 4th, October 4th. That's our anniversary. Fuck! I already made dinner plans for us, baby. Where are we going? Surprise. 
I've never heard of Surprise. <laughs> nice. Do they have good dessert at Surprise? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so hey well this is gonna be a hell of a pivot i want to give a shout a special shout out to omid in iran he's a listener in iran and uh <clears throat> shit's getting kind of bad over there boy that's an eloquent way of that's saying uh, the understatement of the century yeah they are that's getting kind of bad there was a young woman if you if you didn't know there was a young woman who got arrested by the morality pol- police which is a thing that they have. And she was killed in custody for not properly covering herself. And the country is, the people there are reacting um, uh, appropriately and and protesting. really protesting. And yeah, and he was, he was DMing me saying that, uh, yeah, it's getting, it's getting a little crazy over there to say the least, but that that's a good thing because people are standing up to the authoritarian government over there. So anyway, I won't say any more because I truly don't know anything, but just wanted to give Omid a special shout out out there. And uh, we're thinking about you, that's pal. That's a freaking trillionaire mindset salute to Omid. Yeah. Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. What's with the jacket, by the way? I think Is fucking that so- Waleed left it. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, well. The sets are a mess. Also, I gotta say, it's they're disgusting. I don't know if you noticed, but all the pages in this fucking thing are sticky. I don't, yeah, I don't watch their show not because I don't like sports because I don't like them, but uh, I don't know what they do. Do they jerk off to sports? Probably. Players? I mean, Roberto Clemente in this ep- in this uh, <laughs> in this thing, he was a handsome guy. Damn, look at that guy. Wow. All the pages are sticky. Yeah. So well, folks, we got a lot to cover this week. A lot of shit happened last week that poured over into this in particular oh here comes a burp here it comes then but i'm not going to do it. i know i was going i didn't even let it happen it was a silent one <laughs> fedex federal express you know that fucking company that ships things that everyone goes have you ever seen the arrow in the logo have you ever seen the arrow in the logo yeah i took an advertising class did you know <laughs> did you know that companies use red to make you hey, hungry hey babe 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 have you ever seen the arrow in fedex yeah and for those of you who don't know what i'm talking about what we're talking about Fucking Google it. <laughs> or just look at the FedEx truck yeah. next time you see it. Also, hey, while I'm on it, yeah, there's a there's an there's a hidden arrow in between the E and the X in FedEx. There you have it, folks. There's a lot of people who have been using me as their personal Yelp, <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know why been messaging me being like hey do you have any recommendations for maybe it's because you use everyone else as your personal craigslist that's not true at all hi everybody i have a car to sell (laughs) serious dms only please it's not hurting anybody to read that it hurts me (laughs) when i get DMs. it hurts me i gotta listen to fucking ads every i gotta gotta listen to like (laughs) i didn't sell the the car classified ad of a newspaper yeah uh okay anyway fedex had terrible earnings the stock dropped, I think, the most it's ever dropped in its in its history, or at least in the last like fifteen years. And the CEO said on Thursday, last Thursday, uh, that the world is headed for a recession. And he was on uh, Jim Cramer. Man, we haven't done a Cramer wrestling bit in a while, but do you have your sunglasses? No, I don't. Anyway, uh, he was joking with Jim Cramer. He said that these. Uh, Quote, these Who numbers, the CEO, the CEO of FedEx, because he was being interviewed on the show. He said that these numbers don't portend very well. 
and all of their results fell short of estimates, like, big time. He also said in the, I think it was the conference call. Oh, you yeah. Can, you can glean a lot from a company conference call, but, and there's transcripts online, so if you ever want to take a gander at one, just Google the stock and quarterly conference call transcript. But he said, global volumes declined as macroeconomic trends significantly worsened later in the quarter, both internationally and in the U.S., we've just started our second quarter and the weekly numbers are not looking good. So we just assume that the economic conditions are not really good. So, hey, if shit's going bad for, if people aren't sending packages, therefore, or if if they are, but like reduced amounts, doesn't portend very well for the economy. But is that what's happening? Because it's, because I think people are, so from CNBC they're saying, but some analysts note the relative stability of rivals UPS and DHL. Yeah. And said FedEx's own failure to adapt also contributed to its performance. That's what I was thinking. And it reminds me of, we talked about it on the show. Remember when the restoration hardware CEO like wrote this, maybe it was an interview, but he was just like Shit's pulling bad. his, he was like, it's bad. Yeah. The, the whole economy is flipping upside down. But then some people were like, I don't know. It seems like he wasn't really able to navigate uh, COVID reopening and all of that stuff. Yeah, and um, maybe the market for a $1,000 right. armchairs is, I mean, is kind of slowing down. Right, and that was, you know, months ago at this point, and it's, with with all the news, I think some CEOs are just like, when they can't navigate their own market, they're like, oh, no, 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 the, 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 economy. the, econ- the economy's flipping out. It's uh, the macro picture. It couldn't yeah. be me. Yeah, doesn't FedEx, are, aren't they known as like the worst I don't know. Is I've that... used DHL and I don't like it. And UPS and FedEx have seemed fine. Hmm. UPS... I feel like DHL is more global. Yes. Like I've ordered things from France and it comes DHL, but maybe that's the problem is it's just coming from France. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Every time UPS delivers shit, they send it to the apartment building across the street from me. So every time now when it says delivered, I'm like, oh, my neighbor got it. So now I got to walk over there and grab it from my neighbor's place. It's an annoying spot. So DHL, I ordered this and it was kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. Of course it's, yeah, it's so, it's all expensive. But I really needed it to come and it was. So you just went fat. <laughs> and it said, <laughs> no, I got what you're. Yeah, I didn't even make the cum joke. <laughs> but you, it was there. It was implied, yeah. Right. Inferred. And it said I would have to be there, but I could I could sign and wave it. I yeah. could say you could, and I was like, everyone just throws it over the fence. Just throw it over. So I said, you know, I signed it and I said, just throw it over the fence. And then you actually picked me up and I got a text that it had been delivered. And I was like, great. And then I got home, nothing. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was walking around my, but it was nighttime. I was walking around my neighborhood looking for it. And then the next morning I saw it on my neighbor's thing <clears throat> right over the fence. And there was no, there's no doorbell. There was no nothing. And so I finally had to just climb this 10 foot fence. And I was like, man, these people are going to like shoot me or something. I don't know them at all. Jesus H. But I wanted it. Yeah. I had scratches all on my stomach. I wanted that package. Man. Got it. What dude. was in it? What did you order? Just like these. You were expensive. so desperate for. They were just expensive. They were these expensive clothes. 
You looked at my clothes. Like it, it wasn't these. That? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I need suit stuff for a wedding. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I need suit stuff for a wedding, too. Fuck. I don't want to do that. <sighs> Meanwhile, the S&P, uh, I'm sure you guys are hearing all about it, but it's in its, it's now in its 20th bear market of the last 140 years. And so I saw this interesting stat that the average peak to trough, so from top to bottom, the average decline is 37.3%, and the average duration is 290 days. And this guy from BOFA, B of it, I love, I love it. We don't talk about enough how Bank of America's um, abbreviation is BOFA. No, you do every time. I do every that. time, yeah. every time. So this this uh, dipshit, he's not a dipshit. I'm just calling him that. Um, from Bofa uh, was saying that uh, wait what is what is this? He cited FedEx's guide down and suggesting an EPS recession shock is the catalyst for new yo- new lows. So basically, bad earnings is going to be the catalyst for new lows as we start getting these quarters that haven't yet really hit that. <clears throat> and they took a huge hit, right? They took a massive hit, yeah. But again, it's like. Is this really a bellwether for the stock market or the economy? Or, or is, is it FedEx just, just doing poorly? Yeah, or is FedEx just kind of like sucking ass? Right. I think it might be a little bit of both. Hey, look, if I was a CEO right now and my company was doing poorly, yeah. you know I'm doing the same thing. You know you're blaming it on the economy. It's this goddamn economy. Have you seen? Yeah. Who, who could navigate this? But and it's also- like, Sir, UPS and DHL are doing fine. Those guys are crazy. Ignore that. That's, that's fun. But- there was something that I read about how all of these shipping companies had to really scramble to like hire more people and open new facilities. I mean, even Amazon, they opened what, like over 10 new warehouses to in anticipation of all of that increased yeah. sudden demand. But then now they've got to really pull it back. Like Amazon then had to cancel all these leases on these warehouses or the ones that they built, they now are like trying to sell. So I think you're seeing a lot of that too. It's just like the kind of the um, uh, what it's not a bullwhip, but it's yeah, reducing their they're closing. Amazon's closing more than twenty logistics centers while canceling or delaying plans for nearly fifty more. So yeah, you got to wonder how much of it is actually the uh, economy slowing down and how much of it is getting mis- back to normal. Getting back to normal and like. Just, I don't know if I want to call it shitty management because I really have no idea how well FedEx is run, but. You know what they need? Me? At the helm? I'll take that fucking. You could be a CEO for a company for like two years and, and make enough money you. to just live And then forever. when you leave, they're like, here's $20 million. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your service, sir. Here's $20 million. Well done. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, cool. No, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they need great. another. Um, they need another castaway. Oh, yeah. They need to crash a plane. That movie was like. It was a one, one big, long yeah. FedEx ad. Because he ended up delivering the package. Yeah, that was the whole <laughs> yeah. unfinished business. Yeah. A FedEx man never... <laughs> Just absolutely insane. That was a really cool plane crash sequence. Oh, I'm sure you loved oh, it. Oh, I loved it. I was like, this is so accurate. It's tight. But Did, did you see the plane crash footage where they, they crashed one of those... Uh, I forget which plane it was. Why, why are you looking at of me? Of course like I've seen. I've seen Which every, one am I talking about? The one where they crash it in the desert. Yeah. Yeah, of course I've seen. How it, did dude. you know? Because there's like two. They did that one and then they did another one and I, I've seen it all. But did you see where the worst place to sit was? Uh either the tail or the nose. It was the nose. Oh, uh, yeah, that's where the pilot sits. Yeah, and that's where you'll be on our way back from Japan. I'll be in the back, which you were laughing at me, but if we go down, 
Are we going to be on the same flight? Yeah. No way. Yeah, and you're in first class. Yeah, I am in first class. I'm in steerage. I'm going to walk back to steerage, (laughs) sipping champagne and go, man, it smells like farts back here, and then walk all the way back to the front of the plane where it doesn't smell like booty. (laughs) But I can't wait. Ooh, it's going to be so nice. Thank you, American Express points. But did you know that FedEx was close to bankruptcy one time and the CEO in like the 80s or something? And he took their last like 30 grand or something in cash and just said, fuck it, I'm going to gamble it. And went to Vegas and gambled and won and saved the company from bankruptcy. No way. Swear to God. Yeah, the founder of FedEx saved the company from bankruptcy with his blackjack winnings. What was it? Uh, oh, yeah. And the company started, he was majoring in economics at Yale in 1962, and he wrote a paper about the automation of society and the transportation of goods. Um, and he thought it would be more efficient to carry small essential items by plane. It basically started as like a, an economics paper, and that was how FedEx was born. Wow. Oh, he founded the company with $4 million in inheritance and $80 million in loans and, and equity investments. Wow. That's gnarly. But so, yeah. <laughs> Wait, when FedEx- Whoa, $5,000? Yeah. When FedEx's funds dwindled down to just $5,000, he realized he didn't have enough to fuel the planes. The company had already gone to many extremes- from pilots using their personal credit cards to fuel planes to uncashed paychecks. Wow. So he went to Vegas to play blackjack. Oh, my God. <laughs> he turned the remaining 5000 into 27000 just enough for the company to stay in operation for another week. Wow, that's, that's crazy. So there you have it, folks. All you got to do is gamble. Take a gamble. Go to Vegas. I want to talk about this story my friend told me, but he told me not to tell anyone. And this is, I feel like this is a lot of people. Just change the, change. I know I'll change enough to, when the show started, he was like, you should talk to my friend. He's like a new crypto founder. And he's like, this kind of, I know. And I was like, I don't think it's going to be good for the show or whatever. And he was like, and it was very quickly. He's like, no, like I'm bought in and it's not bad, whatever. And then they guarantee 20%. Well, a month later he was like, you know, I took it all out. Like I was losing tons of money. And then recently <laughs> he, he was like, remember that guy I was telling you about? And I was like, yeah, what? Is he like killing it or whatever? And he was like, no, he actually had to, uh, he was forced out of the company. He, um, I guess with this whole crash, they were losing a bunch of money. So he took, I'm giving all the details. <laughs> we got it. What the fuck? We got to have this guy on the show. That sounds no, so interesting. I, I think he tried to take a bunch of the money and gamble it and then replace it. Oh, that sounds like a great story. I doubt he wants to talk about it. I mean, come on. It sounds pretty cool to me. Oh, God. Sorry, I keep burping because I had this coffee. Because this you morning, have to update everyone I made my matcha this why? morning. Why? And I'm almost why? done with the matcha. Why? And I look inside, and there's a big clump of the shit. And I'm like, damn, you little fucker. You didn't even get whisked up in the whisk. So I've just been drinking milk water. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't even drink the matches. I didn't get my caffeine, so now I'm having this. And the new bidet that I got. Oh, no, boy, don't please. even get me started. We're saving that for don't after. Don't get him started. If you want to no hear- one's getting you started. You're starting. You 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 brought it up. I don't think I did. Yeah, you did. You brought it up. Anywho. Anyway, if you want to hear about the bidet, I'm going to tell you about it in after hours because it's a whole ordeal that's very boring. I'm going to start telling them what I eat for breakfast every time. What you eat for breakfast? Can of beans? Uh, yeah, just crack open a can of beans. Crack open a can of beans? Yeah. For me, it's avocado toast and a banana. Nice. In the description. 
The other big news, two days ago for you guys, yesterday for us, we had the Fed meeting, and okay, so there's a bunch of shit here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's a bunch of shit here. Go ahead. Because the market dropped hard, and it was kind of a- Which is surprising, because it- you would think this would have been priced in considering everyone saw it coming. Yeah. But we that, literally said last week he's going to raise it like 75 points right. or 100 points. And that's exactly what they did. They raised it 75 basis points, 0.75%. But it's it was Powell's comments that really spooked the market. Oh, where he was like, pain is coming. I don't... He, was he like, started crying. He said, fuck a soft landing. Yeah. He's like, we're going to run it into the ground. Yeah, we're going to nosedive. We're going to uh, kamikaze this And thing. just when you think it can't get any worse, It'll I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And they were like, wait, what? Yeah, he said, hug your Except children. I think it was someone from maybe Bank of America. Bofa? Or maybe it was Wells Fargo. Welfa? They were literally like, they're cheering him on. Like, do 150 points next time. Really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's fucked up. But he said that they're going to keep going, and they may slow the pace of their... Um, interest rate raises while they assess how their judge, their adjustments affect the economy. But so he's basically saying there's a la- it's a lagging kind of thing. So they they adjust the rates and it takes a while for the economy for the effects to be felt. And they're gonna keep raising it. And as the months progress, they're gonna assess like, okay, how is this affecting the economy? If it's too much, we're gonna slow the pace, but we're still gonna be pressing. Why, why would that not be the plan? Like, why is that news? Because he needs to really, really over-communicate with, with the market. But also, so there's a Q&A, and they asked Powell how to slow inflation, and he said, we have to get supply and demand back into alignment, and the way that we do that is by slowing the economy. We want to act aggressively now and get this job done and keep at it until it's done. We need subtrend growth and softening the labor market. He says job openings need to decline significantly, but he said that can happen without unemployment going up significantly, which is an interesting kind of thing. Basically getting companies to stop, yo, stop with the job I can't wait till no one has a job and everything is just still expensive. Yeah, and Powell goes, well, my job, I guess that didn't work. (laughs) Good luck, everybody. He's just raise it again. Because he's worth $100 million. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So- but um, crucially, he said that there are three things in this economy that could mean we could withstand the tightening without a recession. So these three things may mean that we could have the soft landing after all. Number one, Hit me. high level of job openings. The, the high level of job openings currently may mean that some of those job openings go away without actual jobs having to be cut, right? So these guys are just pissed about a tight labor market. Yeah, so... We're tired of these employees having a a goddamn say. Well, it's not that. It's, I mean, that kind of makes sense to me. That Yeah, you could say a company is looking for 100 positions to fill. Okay, a company is looking for 100 positions to fill. You could could theoretically reduce that without firing anybody, right? No, no, I understand. But they're talking about they don't want a tight labor market anymore. Right. Number two, inflation expectations remain well anchored, so it's not like it's there's no surprises anymore, right? It's kind of we we kind of get where inflation's at. It's not like it was a year ago where all of a sudden we're having these surprises to the upside. I mean, you can still have surprises to the upside, but they're going to be significantly diminished 
comparatively. It's not like suddenly we're going to jump to 10%. And number three, part of inflation right now is caused by supply <clears throat> shocks, and there are early signs that that is abating. Yeah, we'll see. Let's see what these rail yeah, workers uh, decide on. Is there any update with that? Nothing? Mm-mm. It's kind of funny how like it just seems like it's not in the headlines anymore. Right. Well, depending on where you look. Well, the White House did their celebration. They're like, we did it. We averted it. Now Even we'll see. Yeah, we didn't. Well, they technically did, right? Because the deadline was last Friday. And, and what, now- Got pushed? Yeah. Well, while voting is going on, they are, yeah. they're, they're not going to strike. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that Powell said was that the housing market needs to go through a correction. So I don't know if that portends that, you know, rents will drop- if the house, I guess that would. If the housing market kind of drops, that would imply that rents would come down, which is a huge part of inflation. I don't know if it necessarily would, though, because wouldn't more people be renting? Oh, yeah, losing their homes? Not losing them. If you were going to plan on buying a home and now you're like, well, the rates are, you know, I don't want to get locked into this shitty rate. Right. I'm just but you could always refinance, up. right? Sure. If rates ever come down again. I feel like the, the housing market, even... If everybody knows that it's going to come down, it's not going to because everybody with a little bit of money is going to be waiting to pounce and buy, you know, especially hedge funds and whatnot. Right. But I mean, it happened once. It could happen again. Are you talking about 2008? Yeah. I mean, it's a totally (laughs) different thing. But you would think that the same thing would apply where, hey, a bunch of people are going to be waiting. But also the amount of wealth that was created since then to me means that you know, there's a lot more money out there that's ready, willing, and able to swoop up shit on the cheap. Hmm. Not me, though. <sighs> I feel like you could buy a house. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it still scares the shit out of me. I mean, even just this toilet fiasco. I, I was Googling toilets, and I was just like, oh, this is a whole other nightmare that I never even considered. I'm looking oh, dude, at homeowners. I'm looking sounds at sounds re- like a nightmare. Oh yeah, I'm looking at reviews for toilets for hours, and it's worth it because it's one of the only ways to actually build real wealth and generational wealth. That's and, but yeah, then it's like, do you have, renting sucks. Landlords fucking suck. But like when there's something wrong, just like sending a text like, yo, take care of this fucking take care thing. of this bitch. I mean, you're lucky if you have a landlord who will actually do it. But God. If it was mine, I'd be like, I gotta fix a roof. Yeah. It's wild that housing has become a way to build wealth instead of a way to just to have shelter, you know? That was a terrible way of phrasing it, but you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's what, I mean, so much wealth was wiped out. Like, people for the first time who were getting cheap homes were kicked out of those homes. Yeah. The economic bidet sprayed into the butthole of the economy, clearing out all the feces of people. I'm not calling people. Yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah, that's a, huh. Wait, what did I say? That was really bad. Is What did I say, though? You basically called the people who got duped into bad mortgages shit. Like actual well, human no, fe- I mean, because there's good matter. poop. Poop is good. And then- it's natural. I guess the water would be like the Obama administration. I don't know if I said that. Not bailing them out. I don't think I said any of that. Bankers. Yeah, but sometimes your true colors come out. It, I think it's just because there's toilet paper on the desk, and I've got this bidet on my mind, and um, 
I'm just waiting for that person in the comments to be like, wow, that was really shitty of you to compare. You have had some questionable comments this, this on- This isn't a serious take. It was, <laughs> this is me just making a stupid anyway. <laughs> you know, part of, this is part of the issue with, with our schedule is like- What's we, part of the issue? We got to record so early that my brain isn't fully functioning yet. Is yours? Yeah. Really? You, I don't think we should do this on air, but... <laughs> what? What? Just... Oh, no. We we record at 9 a.m. Yeah. It's not that early. It's, pre- it's pretty early. Number two, just like get a good night's sleep the day before. It's, that's, it's, that's fair. It's that's once fair. a week. Yeah, I went to bed at like one in the morning. If it was me, uh-huh. who also has to do the show, I just don't do anything on Wednesdays. Yeah. And then every other night of the week I go... Well, I don't have to record tomorrow. Yeah. Or sometimes I do. Sometimes we have like an early record for something else. You know that would do? be responsible. It's like a job. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. See, that's <laughs> that's smart of you. So you guys let's let's go to Yeah, I wanna well, I want to talk tactical here for a little bit of trading stuff. Cause I've referenced that trend line. You remember? No. Coming from the bu- yeah. No. I was in the dress and I was talking about it. The trend line from the I low was drunk. <laughs> the tre- of half of a glass of champagne. Yeah. That trend line that I referenced from the bottom of uh, June up until recently broke. Not good. Broke to the downside and has not even, it, it attempted to kind of recapture it, totally fucking lost it. And so here's a little tip. If you want to get an idea of where things might be headed directionally, keep your eye on the two year and the 10 year treasury bond yields the more they go up the more that's not good because that is uh there used to be this thing this adage i don't know if you'd call it an adage but it was we've talked about the two year and the 10 year no but there's this other thing called tina stands for there is no alternative there's no such thing as a free lunch tinstoffel who tinstoffel tinstoffel you've heard there's no such thing as a free lunch sure who is is that quote attributed to a man named Tinstoffel? <laughs> oh, that's the acronym. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Got it. Tinstoffel. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Tina thing used to be. That's why stocks were so popular for so long because uh, um, interest rates were so low. Bonds didn't yield enough to make it worthwhile. But now we're getting that kind of we're getting a kind of reverse Tina, where there is an alternative to equities. Whoa. You're getting these treasury yields. Like, hey, if you can get three and a half percent or whatever it is currently on a two year bond, you're naturally gonna kind of go toward that while stocks are starting to look less and less appealing, right? Picturing some guy with six screens, like, we're coming up on a reverse Tina. <laughs> oh shit. Holy shit. Call Bob. Bob, it's our worst nightmare. Yeah. No, you remember the Tina? Well, get a load of this <laughs> it's a reverse, it's a reverse team. Team. oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh my drops god. the phone call my lawyer <laughs> like in independence day i've got to call my lawyer no no what does he say i gotta call my mother see you gotta keep up dude yeah i know how do i not remember that quote from 1996's independence day it's a famous quote the guy with the deep voice i got oh my god i gotta call my mother someone in the in the comments will know i remember when he's like giving the speech and he's like now let's go fuck those aliens up (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, he does. And Jeff Goldblum's go. Jeff Gold. <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum goes. Uh, maybe your scientists never thought. Uh, they said we could, but never thought to ask. W- should I? What? <laughs> That's <from laughs> Jurassic Park. That's Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah. Life finds a way. Life uh finds a way. Or or when he was like, I'm gonna fuck that dinosaur. <laughs> Yeah, he certainly did want to fuck that dinosaur. I mean, that Triceratops was looking thicker than a milkshake. <laughs> Laying on its side after having the bad uh, doo-doo. Thick with three Cs. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm. That Triceratussy. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Oh, God, I wish they weren't extinct. <laughs> so, so, if you want to see, if you want to, you can play along at home. The, play along. The 10-year treasury yield, they each have a symbol. And I, I, ah, shit. The, I mean, it depends on what chart software you use, but you can just Google like two-year Treasury yield symbol, and it'll come up. I think the ten-year is TNX. Um, and yeah, that, so the higher the yield, the more attractive it is as an alternative to stocks. Also, uh, from a technical standpoint, I know that this might not make a lot of sense to a lot of you, but we are below the five, the eight, and the 21-day exponential moving averages. Those are like the short-term, basically below that, not good. You want to get above that. You want those to be curling upward, and they are not. They are all pointed down, and we are below them. That says momentum is going to the downside. Not good, folks. And also, interesting uh, stat from BOFA. Institutions and hedge funds, hedge funds were the ones selling last week, and uh, retailers were the ones buying. So what does that mean? That means that we kind of bought the bag. Retailers, <clears throat> if institutions and hedge funds were mostly selling sellers last week, and retailers were buying, the idiots were uh, the but idiots. Retailers don't always have to be the idiots. That's true. There's one piece of capitulation. You know, I saw about like twenty percent of those. Uh, Hedge funds? No, those retail accounts that got set up in the pandemic. Oh yeah, are starting down. to close. Yeah, wild, huh? So that's what I was going to say. Is one of the things that they these analysts look for is retail capitulation, like because there's so much retail money still out there, and retail just means you and me, right? The everyday guy or trader, investor, whatever. It's a small guy, small person. One of the things that they look for that still hasn't happened yet is outflows of money from retail traders saying, all right, enough, I got to get out. That's usually a sign that the low, either near term or long term, is in. And there hasn't been that, according to them. But the fact that, yeah, like 20% of new accounts that were opened since the pandemic have now shut down, to me, that's kind of a capitulative stat. Right? I don't know exactly. I Because how much of that is like people just dicking around gambling? Yeah. Well, yeah. And how much of it is people who just, you know, opened it? I mean, I opened a Robinhood account when the fucking GameStop thing happened. Yeah. And then I was just like, I don't, I don't yeah, want fuck this. It. Then, yeah, I, I don't one. trade at all. I just yeah. use like an investment thing. I had one just to get the free stock. I don't remember what stock I was given, but I sold it. And then they kept pestering me they kept bothering me to like fill out my tax forms like, oh dude fuck that that God, yeah. leave me alone stop i never did the irs wants to come after me for my 11 dollars. fucking try it what's gonna happen 
They're going to audit me. <laughs> that would suck. Oh, I know. Being audited would be... Because there's some stuff that you probably don't have the proper paperwork for. But Everyone, you know. d- like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not moving money in the right ways, and... Yeah. It would be so annoying. It would be such a nightmare. And now with Venmo, Venmo's going to give everyone, uh, what is it, 1095s or something? Really? <clears throat> but oh. I don't... So, I don't know if you noticed, they they have been... They've probably been bugging the shit out of you. They bug me. If I open my Venmo, they, I probably have a million notifications from them being like, you need to f- submit all your tax stuff. They want, but I just don't do it. Yeah. But I'm sure they'll email me one. Yeah, I don't I don't get those notifications. I still get whoever's trying to fucking sign into my Venmo account. Stop trying. You're not going to get it. Maybe they will one day. Yeah. What if they said that to the Wright brothers? Stop trying. You're never going to get it. Didn't one of them die in a plane crash? Probably. Yeah, I guess. No risk, no reward. That's true. But now look at us. Burning the planet alive with planes. Yeah. The planet deserves it. <laughs> we deserve it. Yeah, it's true. Um, Chamath Palihapitiya, another the sign. The SPAC king. The SPAC king. The guy who, did he call himself the next Warren Buffett? Did he give Probably. himself? Probably. Yeah, I think he did. I love saying his last name. It's so you fun to say. You gotta get Every time I hear you say it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not that hard. And then I look at it, and I'm like, go for it. And yeah, I'm like, Chamath Palihapitiya. I just call him Chamath. So he's winding down two of his SPACs after a hunt to find targets to take public came up empty. They hold more than $1.6 billion. No, no, they, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, one yeah. Oh, one no, of them no. had $1.15, oh, yeah, yeah. and then the other 400 And now add them no. together? That's like one point. That's like one point six. Yeah, yeah. One point six one. Wow. Holy shit. Damn, you're good at math, after all. Not me. Me bad. But he said that valuations and volatility were the two biggest barriers to closing deals. That doesn't sound very Warren Buffett-y to me. Warren Buffett wouldn't make that kind of excuse. Well, he'd check go, this out, He'd too. go buy a burger and a cherry Coke and suck it up. Share prices for companies he took public in earlier deals like Ooh. Space Tourism, Venture, Virgin, <laughs> Virgin Galactic, Holdings, and personal finance app SoFi Technologies are down more than... 90%. No, 60%. Oh, collectively? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not very good. Those aren't no, good returns. causing big losses for his followers. With that track record, it wasn't clear investors would support his deals. Yeah. I remember when he kind of like, it reminded me a bit of the Litecoin co-founder, Charlie Lee, doing a bit of a surprise rug pull where one week he's like all about it. Right. And then the next week he's just like, yeah, I sold all my shit and I'm not, uh, I'm not in this anymore. He did that with Virgin, I think. He was like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then the next week he said, yeah, I've sold all my Virgin Galactic holdings. I think that it's going to be a while. Oh, Jamath. Yeah. Oh, dude, he always made out. Yeah, like a fucking, like hundreds of millions of dollars. And then he goes on. Just for co-signing, basically. He goes on and is like, oh, I would never suggest that my followers buy into these things. I always um, pressure them to do their own due diligence and make sure. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then, yeah. It talks about how Facebook is like kind of contributing to destroying society, and yet that's where all of his wealth came from. He was like an early. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He that's where that's how he's a billionaire is from Facebook. It's like if you really felt that way, put that money towards something that would have a meaningful, lasting impact positively on society. I heard one of the guys. I don't know what you would do, but is it is it is Kevin one of his co-hosts? Kevin something. Yes. Um he was on a he was on a show. Oh, on his on their podcast. Yeah, he yeah. was on another show uh-huh. and they 
this was a while ago, but they asked him about Chamath and the specs, and he was just like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And I was I'm like, sure oh, come a, on. Yeah. There's one guy who I've, one of his, I think the main host, Jason Calacanis, has expressed I don't know interest. who's I don't know who's in he's a venture capitalist and he's got he's the co-host with Chamath and um he wants to be on the show so this show yeah I invited him uh, months ago can we ask him DM. about Chamath we gotta he'll probably say he'll probably say the same thing oh, they can't talk about that and I'll say Jason we're not gonna move on until you answer the question you gotta answer the question Jason Jason did you see that GTA did you see any of the GTA 6 released gameplay yeah it kind of freaked me out why so I used to play GTA as a kid. Of course. I had the, I think GTA 2 was probably the first one I played. Mm-hmm. And it was obviously very cartoonish. I don't know if you remember, GTA 2 was from Bird's Eye View. Yeah, top so you, down. Yeah, you see basically the top of the guy's head and you're running, it was like kind of fucking confusing and hard, but, and so you see the bullets spray out. And then GTA 3. Changed everything. Fucking blew our minds. Yeah. But it was still cartoonish, you know? Yeah. GTA 4 and 5, same. Those were, it looks so real. Yeah. And I was like, because I watched that robbery video, and I was like, I don't know if I want to, it's so real. Yeah. Just the, all those games are, Modern Warfare. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a pussy. No, I, I hear what you're saying, because the argument before when- um, And I'm not like, oh, g- video games lead to violence, but like y- people can play- but I that can change, right? I don't care about that. I'm just like, I don't think personally- Right. That's as fun. It's fun doing a little cartoonish kind of guy. I disagree somewhat. I think that as technology advances, there is room for that conversation to be reopened. As they become hyper-realistic, then it kind of, to me, that changes the argument. Because back then, it's like, you're a little like cartoon video right. game guy shooting people. Yeah, it's not. But now, if it's if it gets like photorealistic, and it looks like, wow, this is actually like... I'm making this little real-looking <laughs> yeah. guy Dude, watch the, shoot this guy. Watch the robbery video. Yeah. You're like, I'm just watching a fucking... I mean, it's not... I'm not an idiot. It's not so... They, like, move in weird ways and stuff. It's just... Yeah. It's just weird. Remember when you would pick up the hooker in GTA 3 and the car would rock and you'd just be, like, fucking 13? Like, <laughs> what's it look like in there? Just show us what it looks like in there. This is insane. Yeah. yeah. I just have to watch the car rock? I remember going into the strip club in GTA 4 and being like, damn. <laughs> yes. Remember the hot coffee? What? No. It, it was like a weird uh, mod or I think it was like the first edition had this thing they didn't take out where you got to fuck someone or something like that. And you could actually see it. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. In like a bed. I remember it being in a bedroom. and it was, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Crazy stuff. But so- I wanted to talk about back when Grand Theft Auto V came out, I made a huge mistake. And a lot of, uh, I, I think it could be a valuable lesson for some people who are aspiring traders and investors with only a little bit of money that are probably fucking around with options. This is a great example of why sometimes buying the stock is way, 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 way better and smarter than trying to play options. Picture this. Okay. It's like, Six months before Grand Theft Auto V comes out. All right. Take-Two Interactive, which is the company that owns Rockstar, was trading at like 16 bucks at a market cap of like $800 million. And I remember thinking, holy fucking shit, this is so undervalued. The market has no idea what's about to happen. Grand Theft Auto V is going to be 
it's going to sell more it's going to pull in um more revenues on the on the more revenue on the first day of release than the company is worth it's going to sell a billion dollars worth on the first day this is a and wait why did you thought this oh yeah why? What made you think that? Because it was so hotly anticipated. The trailer looked amazing. But they kind of all were. Yeah, but this one was like... Like... This one also had the online aspect, which was going to be the first time... That, that they, was a huge deal. Yes, yeah. that was a huge selling point for it. I was personally thrilled about it. I was just... I could not wait to get my hands on this game. Right. And I knew that them going online was going to introduce an entirely new revenue stream with these microtransactions that hadn't yet really been factored in yet. Right. right? That was probably the biggest deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, which is part of the reason why that they haven't come out with Grand Theft Auto 6 in so long is because Grand Theft Auto 5 has been such a huge moneymaker right. just with the online gameplay. But so I had like, I don't know, seven grand or something and I put it all into call options instead of just buying the stock outright. You know what happened to those options? What? They expired worthless because the stock didn't move where I needed it to move in time. I bought the options for like when right around- When were you planning for it to happen? Like, like around release, release day. Yeah. Okay. And, and when did stock, it finally happen? The stock moved, but it didn't, it just kind of like, you know, didn't really do anything until months later. It rocketed to like, I don't know, a high of 200 and something dollars a share. Damn. That is from a 18. from eighteen, yeah, or wherever it was in the teens. Um, and sure enough, I was right. I think day one it made like one point two billion dollars. It sold that much. Can we see how much Grand Theft Auto Five sold in the first day? Uh, Eleven million copies sold. Yeah, but how much money was that? Yeah, it was the best selling game in any twenty four hour period. So, did you play it? Oh yeah, absolutely. I fucking loved it. It was so great. Oh yeah, it uh it made 800 million in 24 hours. So, I was close. But still, that's the whole company's valuation pretty much in 24 hours on that day one. Yeah, I played it a little bit, but oh man, it's so good. It yeah, was but I was so like good. living in New York. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do Grand Theft Auto outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go have fun. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started on New York. But. So there's a lesson there that sometimes it's better to just buy the stock outright instead of dicking around. If you really believe in a company, put the money in. Uh, I personally, if I had to do it again, I would put the money into the stock instead of the... Because then you got all the time in the world. You don't have to worry about the options expiring on you. But had you timed it up right, you would have made much more money. Sure. Yeah, I could have bought some long-dated call options instead of the shorter-dated ones. That would have been smarter. Um, well, to, what happened with Meta, real quick? Mark Zuckerberg is well, it's just Mark Zuckerberg hemorrhaging money. Oh yeah, his his net he lost worth about seventy one billion dollars since Ooh. this uh, bet on the metaverse. But he's got his big little um, in October. They have a little launch for the what is it? Project fucking Cambria. What is it? It's the new headsets. Oh. He's oh. going to be walking around on stage like... <laughs> this is really cool. It actually feels like I'm getting jerked off. <laughs> People are going to be meeting more in the metaverse. Yeah, po Project... They're not. Project Cambria, highly anticipated and powerful mixed reality headset. It's too... I think it's like October 11th. I have... This could uh, this could turn it all around. I don't, I don't think so. I don't, th I don't I, think that it will. I'm rooting for it to fail so hard. I just don't want 
Have you ever tried an Oculus? Uh, yeah, I put someone's on and like they're cool. It's kind of like a, oh, this is cool. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, let's go to dinner. Like, my brother got one for Christmas one year, and yeah. it was like we all kind of put it on, and then we're like, "All right." Yeah. I don't think he's ever used it since. It makes me feel sick now, though. I get like motion sickness, and I can't do it. It's really fucking cool, but then you kind of go, and it's like I think that it's a, it's a common thing. People try it, and then they just kind of go, "All right," and then it becomes a paperweight. Yeah. And the fact I, I imagine it would be fun for video games. Sure, I think that they're. Oh, imagine fucking realistic GTA in that thing. That's dangerous. That scares the shit out. Of, well, <laughs> you're just giving yourself PTSD. Yeah, no kidding, man. <laughs> um, I feel like he got caught up in a lot of the excitement of the last couple years when there was this, there was that elation in the market that oh, just invest and dream. Didn't it feel like that? It was just this big kind of free-for-all, the market was at all-time highs and just kept on fucking going. It was just just dream big and, and the money will follow. And they made this big pivot to the metaverse and it's they wanted it to... I feel like Zuck's idea was... Zuck. Mark Zuckercorn. No, you're, you're, you're rich. You're friends with him. You call him Zuck. That's true. We are friends. Ben calls Bill Gates Billy. Billy boy. Hey, Billy. Yeah. So... I feel like he thought that it was just going to happen like now and it just, that kind of thing, man. Look well, how no, long it took. So apparently what? they've been spending $10 billion a year on trying to find the next, you know, software. I don't think it'll ever happen. I think that it will be a tool for certain things like pilot training, any any kind of professional skill that Oh requires... yeah, I don't think this is it and I yeah. really hope it's not it. I think that it has a use in like uh, yeah pilot training surgeon training any kind of like practicing where you really need to do hands-on stuff it's really really good for and then other than that i do not think that any also, kind of metaverse just cash out and then just live his life him yeah oh yeah like why, why? are you fucking doing that you're trying you're just quit you're gonna go on stage with a headset on dude yeah you can stop just go ride your stupid hoverboard yeah it's like i told what's his name i know the robin hood guy uh, people are calling for him to step down they're like he's he can't. zuckerberg mm -hmm. i i still don't understand why vlad didn't quit it's it's literally the biggest win-win ever you quit the stock goes up you make more money you are no longer the target of everyone's hatred. You can just disappear and... Oh, yeah, you're not that recognizable. Go live a life. Go live your life, buddy. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't have that. He's a very distinct-looking... But he could still go live a life. He could, yeah. He's got enough money to... Go yeah. get a little Lake Tahoe compound. And write a book in, like, five years reflecting on how you fucked up all of society by creating this thing. Oh, no, no, no. You don't even do... You, don't, you write a book and talk about how... It's like uh, the Andrew Cuomo. I love that. The how I navigated a pandemic, like as the pandemic is. He wrote raging. a book. Oh yeah. Oh Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Guy, how I uh, how I assaulted women while navigating a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> what a creeper. But yeah, I don't understand why he doesn't do that. Just take some. Like I I wonder if Joe Rogan off air convinced him to take psychedelics and reflect on what he's done to society. Can you imagine? Why did he do something? I don't know. But well, on Rogan, he was already like, I w "Do you remember?" He said, "I woke up and feel like I've 
been punched in yeah, the Yeah, but stuff. that's just his normal brain every day. He would have, imagine him having a, a, like a, a, a drug-induced psychotic break. I don't think that would happen. I think it absolutely would. Imagine, I mean, the normal person ta- taking mushrooms or acid, you're already kind of like having an ego death and reflecting on all the things you dislike about yourself. Right. Imagine it on that scale. How would your brain not explode? But I think they are... <laughs> I think that there's a part of him that does feel guilt and shame for what he's he's in a, a self-aware enough person he doesn't present it well but i think that he absolutely is he's also definitely done psychedelics i don't know man i don't i doubt it i think i he, mean I fucking think, steve jobs was able to do tons of acid and still use like uh fucking factory workers and stuff he wasn't like true this is all wrong they like they're like oh this is just helping with my creativity and i'm just a I can see him having microdosed and tried that, but I weird... highly doubt he's done any kind of spiritual, because he doesn't ever talk about any kind of, maybe he's private, but he doesn't ever talk about any kind of spiritual shit like Steve Jobs did. Sweet Baby Ray's. <laughs> that's his, that's his, he's, he attends the someone, church. Someone dosed the Sweet Baby Ray's? <laughs> but, but, I mean, I think that he knows, and he's kind of in denial, like, no, it's the people that are wrong. They misused these tools that we've given people. No. I think it's the other way around, that, that the tools are the bad thing. I think part of it is, I, I was reading an article that it all goes back to the share button. Like the share and the retweet. It provides the endorsement that doesn't require commentary, doesn't require critical thinking or anything it's just this is not an astute way of putting it but that just putting that out in the world really was a pivotal point where as soon as they let the moms on facebook it was all over oh yeah oh jesus christ yeah well we got to do we got to do beyond meat real quick okay there's so many, I mean, you see something like that and you just know that Jay Leno's out there wishing he was still on TV. Yeah, see this one? Hey, guys, see this? Hey, what's uh, Beyond Meat? <laughs> yeah, well, you know this. You know this stuff. You heard about this stuff, it's right? Fake plant-based fake meat. meat. Plant-based meat. Not my thing, but for some, you know, it's good. Anyway, Beyond Meat COO, did you hear this? Got arrested. Biting a man in the nose. I, I don't even know what, what's the joke. Give me the joke and I'll I'll do it. There's there's a joke about so, you know uh, it's not real meat. It apparently turns out there's nothing like the real thing. Yeah, turns out it's uh, nothing like the real thing, folks. Corset. <laughs> That's the key to a good Jay Leno impression. You got to go. You got to go high. You're getting yeah, like pretty Tysony. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Wow, it is. It's adjacent to um, that. What the fuck did he do? He So he was at a, uh, I think he was at a football game, uh, an Arkansas football game, right? Yeah. And he, dude, it's fucking crazy. This guy, he punched through the back windshield of a Subaru after it made contact with his front tire of his car. Okay, so. The, the Subaru car- owner then got out of his car and Ramsey allegedly started punching him and bit his nose. Ripping the flesh on the tip of the nose. Dude, that sounds like a... I got to get some Beyond Meat in me. It sounds powerful stuff. The victim and a witness also alleged that Ramsey told the Subaru owner he would kill him. Something's going on. How the fuck do you punch through 
I have a Subaru. I didn't know there was a. <laughs> yeah, that's some freak strength. I mean, he's probably feeling it because, like it notes in this article, the stock has fallen 73% this year, dragging its market cap down to $1 billion from a high of 13 Yeah, but I think he came in to kind of write the. Sh- or, no, I mean, he's. A, I, I, I don't know if that was. But he came in in like December. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I think they were already kind of doing poorly. You know what it is? Scroll down a little bit more, please. He spent three decades at Tyson Foods right, right, right. overseeing its poultry and McDonald's businesses. So this guy, his brain is poisoned from eating all that that Tyson meat, man. Yeah. His brain is just all that all those chemicals in there. That's what I would do. I'd put out a statement saying, you know, turn it into a win for the company. Say, you know, it's the from the three years of eating real meat. I think That's they what it is. It's I think ringworm. They, I think they already put him on leave. I think he's, yeah? uh-huh. his his days might be numbered. At, Bummer. Uh, I mean, Beyond Meat's days might be numbered. So the the food company has been facing skepticism from investors over disappointing sales, operating challenges, and its long term growth prospects. The stock has fallen seventy three percent this year, dragging its market cap down to one point zero nine billion dollars. Yeah, it's, it's actually crazy. So their market cap reached a high of. Fourteen billion dollars in July in 2019. Yeah, and was still over nine billion in June and early July 2021. The pr- stock price was around a hundred fifty dollars a share. On Friday, the stock closed at eighteen twenty nine. I think as of now, it's at like can, what is it? Bynd. Let's see. I'm gonna say it's sixteen dollars. Fourteen dollars and seventy one cents damn. as of today. That's yesterday for you guys. But I remember when it IPO'd and it IPO'd. It opened like a hundred percent higher than I think the IPO price was going to be in the twenties or something. And it opened at like 40 and I thought this is fucking stupid. This is so overvalued. I even tweeted. If you're thinking about buying that beyond IPO, please don't. Why? And what was your thought? Cause I thought that it was insane and that it was overvalued and that it was just, you know, hype and that it wasn't going to go anywhere and it was going to be ultimately a failure of an IPO. Boy, was I dead wrong. That thing rocketed <laughs> almost nonstop to like a hundred and two hundred bucks a share or something. Yeah, I think it And I felt real dumb, baby. I felt real dumb. That was a stupid, stupid thing. Yeah, but now look at you. Oh, they're LA based. I thought they were plant based. Hmm. <clears throat> wow, it was only founded in two thousand nine. That kind of makes sense. I guess, but fuck, what are we doing? I could have done that. Again, another Why one didn't I do that? I'm rooting for the downfall of. Why? Because Beyond Meat and fucking Impossible yeah. have truly ruined some of my favorite dishes. Like what? Because they gave the idea that just because someone is a vegetarian means that, oh, they miss meat. Because uh, I'm vegetarian, uh, all I do is walk around going like, oh, I, I wish, wish I could, I could eat, eat meat. Burger. I wish I could have a burger, right? Yeah. So they're like, well, now you can. We have this thing that tastes like a burger. And now they have these other things. You know, They have Impossible ground beef and sausages, sausages and whatever. So- Restaurants that used to have really good vegetarian options that they would make now have just been like, well, it's much easier. We could just buy Impossible. And so there's a place in Malibu. I can't remember what the name is. One of the best veggie burgers I've ever had. Red Lentil Veggie Burger. It's called Emil's Favorite Red Lentil Veggie Burger Restaurant. Fucking. And we all went climbing in Point Doom. Uh And I was like, oh, I know where we got to go after this. Like best veggie burger I ever had. And everyone's like, shit, that's amazing we get there and everyone's like it says impossible burger uh, i was yeah that sucks man so pissed i remember during the height of the pandemic all the meat was like off the shelves and the only thing that was still like people just wouldn't buy it was beyond meat stuff 
It was like the only thing left in the frozen meats section was Beyond Meat. Just because people were like, I'd rather not eat anything than eat that shit. It's so, not bad. So, I've tasted I, that's it. the thing. It's, it's not, fine. I just yeah. don't. I'm not like, oh, I miss burgers. Would you eat lab-grown meat, like real actual animal meat that's grown from stem cells or whatever? I don't crave meat a lot. Like, yeah. I, you know, I have, in special circumstances, like, like in Japan, if we go to like a nice restaurant or whatever, and it's like, oh, you have to try this, I'm not going to be like, oh, actually, I'll, yeah, I'll probably, right, I'll probably try it. If it's enticing, like, if it, you know, looks enticing to me. Yeah. But there's not, I don't have this, th- I actually kind of find it gross a lot of times, it's like this fleshy, I lost I my taste that, for it. I get that with pork. Sometimes pork, I'm like, Jesus, get this, get this shit out of here. Oh yeah, and the way, it, like, the way it makes you feel after. Yeah, tired. Like cutting a burger open and like all the grease and stuff. I'm yeah, like, that doesn't yeah. really sound that appealing to me anymore. I also, I really got to stop eating red meat because you know I don't want ass cancer. It gives you. Is that, it gives you ass cancer? Oh, dude, red meat is like one of the number one causes of ass cancer, colon oh, cancer. Shit. Yeah, you don't want that shit in your butt. Okay, maybe it's I won't. terrible for you. Raises your blood pressure, cholesterol, heart disease. Uh, I don't think I've had. Cancer. I don't think I've had red. I probably wouldn't eat red meat in Japan. I don't think I've had that since I stopped. I've yeah. had some like chicken and. That's good. Let's see. What have we got? What What else did we have in here? Just Just real fast. Um, Spotify getting into audiobooks. Who cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually kind of that one's. I didn't realize what a um, big business audiobooks are. That and what a big share. Audible had over it. They're like, you know, 40 or 50% of the entire market. Yeah. And it's a huge industry. I can't listen to audiobooks. Too hard. Don't pay attention. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, someone talking. Um, what? Be Real is trying... Oh, yeah, Be Real is trying to monetize. How the fuck is that going to look? Be Real sucks. Well, <laughs> if you're on it, get off. Who cares? I, I like Be Real. Eh. All it does is notify me that I haven't shared a Be Real. That's what Be Real does. It's the app that lets you know that you're late to using it. Also, I mean, Be Real is fucked. We were joking about how these others, like TikTok is coming out with TikTok now, which yeah. is just going to eat its lunch. Instagram, I'm sure, will figure out a way. Instagram probably already has an easier time, too, because everyone already has close friends. You could just yeah. like... It's the same thing. Right. I just want to send these out to my close friends. Instagram is the king of seeing a new feature and going, we can just put that yeah let's just do that that seems easy enough we can do that also sure we can also be that other thing stories fucking instagram drives me insane you can't pause anything you can't use the i never know if pressing the the screen is going to pause it or mute it depending on what they fixed the twitter video what do you mean they fixed it the they updated it and then the timer the time bar would Uh just stay on the screen it was so annoying Oh, good? No, yeah, bad. That's what I meant. <laughs> but then when, and usually you would touch the screen and the time bar would go away, you know yeah. what I mean? Now it pauses it. It would pause it. God damn it. It was driving me insane. Do any of these people use Honestly, the fucking I was shit? going crazy. I, I said, how would you think this would be better for us? Yeah. And then now, like two weeks later, you can use it again. You know what they And they need? took away the thing. Remember, it was great. They had a thing where you could double tap in five seconds. You can oh, fast yeah. forward. Fast forward. It's back. That's good. I was going crazy. They need to get people like us. People like us. Just put stick us in a room guys. and say, hey, play around on the app for a little while. And a guy will stand over your shoulder and just take note when you go, this fucking sucks. This is frustrating. Don't do that. Why is it like this? You would this think is they good. Fucking, this is good. You would think they did that. 
they don't. They probably get a bunch of dipshits who just I don't I don't know. Anyway, be it's real. Tech guys uh, being more, you know, they being think they, extra. Not extra. I think they they there probably is. They think they know better than everyone. Sure. So there's a lot of things. I remember my friend who went to a very fancy business school, and yeah. he was Harvard. What? Yale, Harvard. No, West Coast. UCLA, USC. Come on, best. One of the best business schools in the country. Stanford. There you go. Uh, oh, uh, fuck them. <laughs> uh, and he was trying to tell me that, oh, because I, I got a new haircut because the person I like couldn't do it for a while. And I was like, this sucks. I don't want to go. And then I talked mm. to him afterwards and he was like, how was it? It's like, he, he's, it took him forever. And it's like, he seemed so unconfident. I go to my other person. It's like, they know exactly what to do. It's like, it was so nice. And um, he was like, that's weird because, you know, Research shows that people like it when they spend a longer time on. And I was like, yeah, yes. And he was like, no, it's true. People like that. I was like, okay, I don't. And he was like, like when, when someone comes and he gives, he gives me this like uh, case example. He's like, okay, a plumber comes over to your house, right? And he only spends like 15 minutes there and fixes the thing and he leaves. You're going to be like, I got ripped off. And I'd be like, no, that's great. Get him in and out. And he's like, no, 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 you just don't get it. People want them to spend a long time there. I'm like losing my mind. I'm like, I don't want that. You can't tell me. Yeah, but people do. <laughs> people want that. It's driving me nuts. People want to see the plumber's ass crack in their house. I want them in and out. Fix the fucking thing and leave. You know what I would have said? I would have said, damn, so how much did you pay to learn that? That's cool. That's a, oh, Of course he paid a lot. It's Stanford Business School. It's like 200 grand. For one year? For however much. Probably for know. the whole thing. Shit's free online now anyway. Probably not Stanford Business School. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, Be Real sucks. I deleted it. Good riddance. I don't care. I deleted it too. I'm tired of these motherfuckers. Everyone requests my shit. You know, I'm getting I'm getting a lot of LinkedIn requests. I don't use LinkedIn. Stop it. <laughs> I need to deactivate this shit. And it's all these dorks. I love you guys, but you're dorks. Because they're all like business students. And they're like, Zachary from Penn State wants to connect on LinkedIn. Like, well, I don't. <laughs> you want to connect? Zachary, I don't. Not you, Zach, but different, th- Zach. different Zach. Also, if you ever think we're talking about you on here, it's not you. It's a different guy who's yeah. like annoying. You're, yeah. you're cool. You're fucking cool. You who requested me on LinkedIn, <laughs> you're actually cool. If you think it's you, it couldn't be you because you're fucking cool. Yeah. But trust me, there's some guys who are not cool. Yeah, they suck. So should we end the episode here so I can get to the bidet talk in the after hours? What are we talking about after? Coming up on After Hours, surgery making you taller? Boop, boop. Wegmans is ending self-checkout after too much stealing. What the fuck? What, is this a regional show now? What the fuck? We don't have Wegmans. What is Wegmans? I'm from the Northeast. Yeah, bitch. well, I'm not, bitch. It's what, not do you want to talk show, about Vons now? You don't, we, you'd open this talking about a fan in Iran, right? Yeah. You don't think we have fans in They don't have Wegmans there. There's, by the way, that making, it's also not about Wegmans. I know, I know, but the the making the MLK movie about the with the white actor, I think that that was fake. I googled it and there was nothing. Okay, then we'll talk about something else. Then we'll talk about how we got tricked again, catfished by information. <laughs> You're the king of getting tricked online. I'm the king of getting tricked online. 
All it takes is one woman, one busty babe to be like, send me your credit card information. I go, yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> no, I don't do that. And then you jack off and call a friend like, should I cancel my credit card? And like, <laughs> yes. Listen. <laughs> she just bought a car, dude. What the fuck? It was AirPods and I canceled it. And that was a long time ago. All right, we're going to talk about... Also, you never know what can happen in After Hours. It, it could that, be crazy. If that doesn't interest you, it's probably going to be something that does... We don't know where it's going to go. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to crack open an ice cold... No, we're done with them. Diet Coke. So shit's going to get absolutely crazy. You got to tune in to find out and see what's going to happen. I'm going to... Take off your shirt. Show hole. Whoa, you're going to do what? <laughs> what was that? Show hole. Show hole? Yeah. Urethra or anus? <laughs> I'll decide in after hours. <laughs> That's kind of the beauty of after hours. It's this uh, spontaneous... Where are you going? I'm going to go pee. All right, bye. This week on After Hours. You know I wish I had a powerful bottle. We're eating ass. All right, boys, you know the drill. Eat ass. Yeah, I got to get a new toilet now. Would you let me eat you if... We were in a plane crash? I'd let you eat me without the plane crash. No. Sign up on tmgstudios.tv to watch the full bonus episode.